Okay. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to a new edition of the Big Joel Show. I'm very excited today because I have my friend Brittany. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it a little bit. Piccolo Ramos. Ramos. Ramos or Ramos. You can call me anything. (laughs) I'm a middle child. (laughs) A middle child, exactly. (laughs) On the phone with me coming in live from I don't wanna make anybody in any other cities mad at me, but from my favorite city in the in the US, because those of you know know I'm a Tulane graduate and she's coming in hot from New Orleans, Louisiana right now. Very hot. Yeah. Is it is it hot there or is it cold? No, it's freezing. Yeah, that's well, what I thought. Well, freezing to us is like 60 degrees. Yeah, so. exactly. I'm going yeah. to I'm gonna just very quickly tell you to shut up because that's not that cold. Um, so <laughs> I have got Brittany here with me today, and I'm excited. And Brittany is one of the top real estate agents in New Orleans Metro. Brittany, you are with Keller Williams still, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I just want to give you some of the bona fides on Brittany real quick. 2016, 101 units for $22 million, which is a lower average sale price there. And we all know it's all about the units. 119 units in 2017 for $30 million, And we're projecting right now for 2018, 121 units for $34 million. Which is pretty awesome and puts you in an elite group because you know, Brittany, it's all about the units. And obviously, I think the average agent might sell seven, eight houses a year and you're selling 121 houses. So that's a yeah. lot. So um, I want to just talk to you today about how you run your business, what you do, how you got where you are. Brittany, how old are you? Tell everybody. I'm 34. 34. Um, how long have you been selling real estate? Uh, this is my fourth year. Fourth year. See, everybody listen up. Fourth year. What'd you do before, Brittany? Prostitution. Brittany, you need to stop that. What'd you do before? Um, I worked for Sprint, um, the, you know, telecommunications. Mm -hmm. And I was um, one of their, first I started off as a manager and then realized I'd made a lot more money as a salesperson. So I demoted myself. And I went to, <laughs> I was okay. like, uh, I'm a very common sense person. So I'm like, wait, I do less work and I make more money. I'm like, I will take option B. Cause I don't really care about titles. Like that's never been a thing to me. Like okay. Marco, my husband loves to be the manager. He loves to be the one in charge. I hate responsibility, even though like I'm a team leader and a business owner now. So I've been dragged into responsibility, but, um, yeah, I was one of the top salespeople in um, at Sprint, which I thought was normal. Like, I remember I was nine months pregnant, and they asked me. Um, I got like something in the mail saying, you know, hey, congratulations, you're one of the top salespeople in the nation. You get a bonus, blah blah blah. And I didn't even I didn't know my numbers, which is terrible. Um, I didn't know. I just loved selling. Like I love people, and I love um, matching them with the right situation. So I got a huge reputation. They called me the Sprint Girl in New Orleans, which I don't know if that's a good thing, especially because their services, eh. yeah. um, their prices are aggressive. So if you're looking for cell phone service and you're on a dime, call me. No, I'm shaking on myself for them. Um, but it's really, it, that's where I, I think I really learned how to hone my um, sales ability and my um, ability to read people and match them with the right situation because there's so many different options. So I'm, I'm really grateful for my time there. And then one day I hurt my back and I couldn't walk and I had been praying and thinking about what I was going to do. And I kept feeling like I was supposed to do real estate, but I'm like every realtor I had known prior. Um, even though my sister's in real estate, she's great. She's the number one agent at Nashville. That's a whole nother thing. But, um, 
And so me being the little sister, I'm like, I don't want to do anything that my sister does. So I fought doing real estate and was like, I don't want to do it at all. Um, but my sister, um, kept saying I should get in real estate. Other people kept saying I should get in real estate. And I kept feeling like I should, but again, I didn't want to be compared to her. But when I hurt my back, I got a call from a friend out of the blue asking me to sell like some skincare product. And I said, no, but I, I think I should get in real estate. And she was an agent. And then I joined her team and the rest was history. And, and so, yeah. everyone, that was a, that was a, 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 a long answer to getting where Brittany is. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I mean that in a, in a good way. I'm glad you explained it, but Brittany, you've been selling real estate for four years and you're going to sell 121 houses this year. So that message alone, we could end the podcast right now just to let everyone know, Hey, if you actually work and you think about what you're doing, uh, the, the world is yours. You can do whatever you want. So, so Brittany, tell me, a little bit about so you've been you're 34 you have you're married you have I know you have one daughter yes. right what is her yes. name her name's Sofiana Ramos and how old is she she is <laughs> Brittany she is five years old <laughs> she's five years, well she's five going on 25 correct so she is a hardcore negotiator I'm already like thinking about her future exactly I'm like, let me know when you want to get into real estate well what you what you don't realize is they're listening to if you, if you talk to any of my older kids they'll they will tell you stories about driving around the back seat of the car with me and me shushing them you know talk on the phone with someone <laughs> you know going Shh, I'm on the phone with someone do this do that write the contract like this that's all they hear you know, that's all she's hearing is you doing I know, that. I love that. And then, of course, she has your gene pool anyway. And then she's hearing <laughs> that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. She actually put on her um, on a sheet. She put on a sheet saying they were like, what does your mommy do? What does your mommy do? She said, go on appointments. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. So, 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 so tell me about um, tell me how your team tell me what tell us what you uh, do all day to just to start with, because you're a mom and I know you're a good mom and we're going to talk about social media in a little bit. Cause you use that really well, but I know oh, you're a good you. mom and I know you spend time with your family. Um, so tell me a little bit about like what your day looks like. You're busy. You're selling 10 yeah. houses a month. What does it look like? Um, it's, it's really interesting because I have never really thought I, I actually just, you know, started really looking at my business because from the beginning to the, to where I am now, it was, I just shot out of the cannon. And I remember within the first couple of weeks, in my first couple of months of business, I had 10, 13 houses on the, on the board and under contract. And I thought that that was totally normal. Um, it wasn't. So <laughs> that was cool to find out, but I, and I had a new baby. And I think with being a mom and being a successful business person, I wake up every morning intentional about my day. And I think I actually, I'm just starting to goal set, but in the beginning it was how many appointments can I do today? And I was challenging myself every single day. How many conversations, how many people can I touch? And, um, I just heard a very interesting, um, teaching and it was talking about consistency and conversations and that consistency and conversations will revolutionize your business. And I am consistently a workaholic. <laughs> I'm consistently every day I'm looking at it. What can I do? How, how much business can I take care of in one day and pack it in there? And, um, conversations, I talk to everyone and their grandma. And I think for me being a mom and, and, actually doing this business. I never think about it. I just kind of 
continue with mom life. Like if I drop Sofiana off at school, I'm talking to three or four people. Oh my gosh, how are you doing? Because I'm a mom and they're moms. Have you seen what's going on with the real estate market? Oh my gosh, it's so crazy. You know, because people always see me on social media. So they're always asking me about real estate. So I'm constantly plugging it into my conversations. Um, And so even if I'm in the line of McDonald's or, you know, wherever, when I'm, I never think about business and life separately. I always kind of let them come together and make a sweet baby. It's a, it's, um, it's so funny that you just, that you said that I had someone on earlier today, um, actually an an agent in Nashville. You'll, you'll see her, uh, her podcast. Great, great lady. And she, we were talking about social media and we can, we can hop over to that now if you want and then come back. But she was saying, you know, one of the biggest mistakes people make is do what they tell you to do, and that's to have a business page and a personal page. She's like, no, yeah. it's all together. It's like she literally said what you just said, and it's it's so important, um, you know. And I told her, I said, you just made a lot of Facebook consultants really mad, you know, that are selling <laughs> stuff to, that are that are having agents buy stuff, you know, that have these elaborate business pages, which. I mean, you know, you've heard me talk a bunch of times. Like, who cares? Yeah. They don't care. They want to see literally what boots your daughter picked and you, you know, you went at it yeah. with her not to wear those boots. I mean, they want to see w- what you were doing, what you and your husband were doing, where you were, what you were yeah. up to. That's what they want to see. And, and, you know, the key is, listen, there's, 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 there's no way. I mean, you said, you said how many touches and it's important for everyone to hear, you know, a lot of times with the way you all have our training and there's training you all have, you could look at some of these things as impersonal or insincere. And I want everyone to know, because I actually know you, I've spent time with you. This is not like Brittany says, okay, today I'm going to touch 121 people and I'm going to say this. No, no, no. These are sincere touches. Brittany is not calling someone to say, who do you know who needs to buy or sell a house? That is not what's going on. Brittany is calling to someone to say, hey, what's up? What are you doing? Well- you know, well, are you I'm going a, to the Saints game? Are you? Yeah. I just, I want to, I want to well, clarify Italian. that. Okay. So I'm a mom and I'm Italian and I want to fix everyone's life. <laughs> so for me, right. <laughs> so for me, I'm talking to people like I have solutions because I know me and I know I'm a freaking rock star. And I know that when I bought a house, I felt very, and I didn't have an agent that I really knew and trusted. I felt very vulnerable, very scared, very unsure. And I never want anyone to feel that way. So when I'm having conversations, I want to get in people's lives to see how can I help them. And because there is someone I know that they need, there is something I know that they need. And there is, there's so much, I I am a wealth of knowledge. And I don't say that to be, to be big headed, but I say that because one thing, one thing that I can sell is myself because I can look myself in the mirror. I used, people used to say, oh, you need to sell pharmaceuticals or, oh, you need to sell cars because you're so good in sales. I am actually a terrible salesperson because if I don't 100% believe in a product, I can't sell it. When I used to, people would come into Sprint, I would be like, mm, they're not the best service. You know, they're a good price, but you know, this is what they provide this. And I would give them solutions and people are sick and tired of being sold and they, they want to be helped. And so 
I think if you lead every conversation off with how can I help you, what's going on in your life, you will revolutionize your business and you will also revolutionize your life because most people are walking. This is a gimme, gimme world. And when you're walking up to people and saying, how can I be a blessing to you? How can I help you? That'll revolutionize you. And that you, you know, you just said something that I'm telling you right now, I'm stealing. I'm going to swipe and adapt it. And you should, uh-huh. you should take this in very complimentary. You said, I'm a terrible salesperson. That is such a huge concept for people to hear. I say this all the time. You realize you can't sell anything to anyone. You need to be in the right place when they want to buy it. Yeah. If you have to sell it to them, it usually doesn't go well. If you have to talk them into it, I don't care what it is. It usually doesn't. Everyone it usually hates doesn't. And yeah, Everyone well, hates I always, the, the example I always use is what happens when you walk into, you know, I use Best Buy, by the way. I like Best Buy. This isn't against Best Buy, but you walk <laughs> into Best, Best Buy. Buy. And if you want to promote us. No, no, but, <laughs> you, but you, you, you walk into Best Buy and you got, you know, the blue vest on you and your hands are up like this. They're just looking, just looking, just looking. Yeah. Stop, yeah. stop, stop. Because, because you don't want to be sold anything, but you'll get one of them. And if you, hey, can you help me with? this tv or can you help me with that and it's such a huge concept and you went into people are sick and tired of being sold and think about your you know the industry that we're both in in different ways that's how you all are taught people ask me all the time joel do you have a script for that i'm like no i do not and i won't and even if i had it i wouldn't give it to you (laughs) i've never been in a sales class and i've never read a sales book your book was the first one i ever read wow i didn't even ask her to say that Thank you, Brittany. It's true. It's true. It's the only one I ever read because I love your heart for people. I think that you have a very genuineness about you and you're, you are bringing people back to the heart of people. And I, and that's why I really enjoyed your book, but it was the, I've never read a sales book in my entire life. Yeah. And, and and it's probably good you didn't because it didn't, it didn't get in the way of doing what you do. I mean, I can't, I did not realize, I tell you, I, we might have discussed this, and I'm going to be honest, I might have been eating while you were talking. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> if we were in a restaurant or something, but I didn't realize you've only been selling real estate for four years, and you're selling yeah. 120 houses this year. I mean, I know why, because I know you. I've seen you in action. I know why. So, Brittany, let's do this, because you're, you're a fawn. You know what a fawn is? F-O-N, a fawn? Force of nature. Okay, that's what you are, meaning wall. Okay, I'm going to be on the other side of that wall or through that wall in two seconds. My husband calls me a wrecking ball. Okay, there you go. There you go. It's all in the same uh, genre. So I want to take it, I want to dial it down and I want to give people, you already, by the way, gave people like a lot of really good advice to start. Okay, but let's get a little tactical, just a little tactical. And I know you're calling people and I know you're on the phone all day, but and I know you pretend that you're a hurricane, that you're Hurricane Brittany, but you're really not when it comes all the way down to it. Of course, you can be more organized. Everyone can be. But there are things, there are core things that you do every day. You started by talking about, I am, I am intentional about my day in a way, this is a great takeaway, how many touches, you know, how many people did I touch today? And what you mean by that is, did I actually speak to? And by the way, this is my favorite thing ever. When I talk to salespeople, I'm like, what'd you do today? They're like, well, I came in around 10 and then, you know, I had some coffee and I had like three donuts and I emailed a thousand people and went to lunch. I'm like, wait, wait, what did you do? You know, and they, they literally think because they emailed a thousand people, they did something. People hate emails. <laughs> Hate them. Yeah. Hate them. Yeah. So, hate so, them. so, I hate them. I, I want everyone to understand that, you know, when you say touch, it's a touch. And by the way, everybody, everyone, listen up. This is not easy. This is hard. I don't care how much you like it. 
being on the phone all day talking to people is not easy. You have uh-huh. to be sincerely interested in the conversations. But besides the touches, Brittany, what else are you intentionally doing every day? I mean, look, if you just did that, you're going to sell 240 houses next year. I know that. But give me more. Well, I think give the, me more biggest, stuff. the biggest thing for me is before the end of the day prior, I have a list of, of people or or things that I need to get done for the next day. And that's usually at the priority. Like, is it a yellow legal? Is it a yellow legal pad? Where is it? It's a white legal pad. It's in my bag at all times. Okay. So So, no technology, pen, pad. I love pen and pad. Like I have to, like being able to cross off something makes me feel good. So, you know, so, so you, so you, just so everyone knows, because everyone can do this. You know how I teach. I'm like, I, I love technology, but I don't want to ever hear my battery die. Like, I want you to be able to handle it. So you are literally old school, pad and pen. At the end of the day, you could be having a glass of wine. You could be relaxing. But you have that pad in front of you. And it you helps are... me organize my thoughts because with emails, text messages, uh, calendars, there's so much technology, ding, ding, ding. Like, I need... I need a, I like to have a pad in front of me and it's almost like a dream board almost because I start writing down people's names that I thought about during the day. Okay. Cause you know, how you'll be thinking, you're like, Oh, I wonder what that person's doing. And then you call that person and that person's like, I was just thinking about you. I truly believe that we haven't, we live in this energy spirit world and that sometimes when somebody's thinking about you, they need you and they're putting it out to the universe I believe in Jesus, so put it out to yeah. God. Right. Put it out there that they need you. And all of a sudden you'll get an idea about them and then you call them and they're like, I was just thinking about you. So do so, you so do you not to interrupt you, but I want to make sure that everybody gets the the takeaway. So literally what you're doing, like like I'm like a calendar maniac. So everybody knows, not everybody, my wife knows because she hazes me every night. When I stand, I don't get into bed until I've gone through the calendar in my phone, which by the way, that's my yellow legal pad. I do the same thing. And I move, if I didn't do it, I move everything to the next day. So it's in my face. Like, and I stand there and I methodically do it. I either delete it. I delete it because it's done or I move it. So at the end of the day for you, which probably means, is that like an after dinner thing or you doing it Um, before family time? Everybody's asleep. Okay. So baby's in bed. Uh, sorry, not baby. Your daughter's in bed, yeah. and it's kind of like, almost like your quiet, reflective time. You, a pad and a pen, you know, no noise. Did I get it done? Cross through, and if I didn't, are you moving it to the next day? Do you just leave it? What do you do? Well, my calendar is everything that I didn't do or did do, so okay. I do move over my items like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, the legal pad is for me to. It's almost like a journal. Okay, like it's like a journal of. What did I do today? Wins? Is there anything I need to add? Is there anything I was going to do but didn't do and didn't have it on my calendar? And then people that I thought about and clients that are my ABCD or ABC buyers, you mm-hmm. know? So I, I know I have it on Asana. I have it on these all these different technology. Yeah. But when I feel it and I write it, it like implants in my brain. And so it just, it helps me better just to, like, it's almost like, have you ever written a book or a story? And they say to just throw it, every idea, every thought, every imagination, every, everything you can think of, just throw it out there. That's my legal pad. 
every random, cause I get a lot of random thoughts too. Oh, I'd love to do this. Oh, I should do this. And like, I'm dreaming, you know, oh, this would be great for marketing. And so that legal pad helps me put all my dreams, all my challenges, all my everything during the day on paper. And that in a way it's not running around in my head and I'm not going insane. So, and then, so, so, uh-huh. so let me, let me, so what you're really doing is you're taking that, that sexy concept of dream board, which is a sexy thing that everybody has. And you literally rearrange your dream board daily. Yeah. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Okay. Cause that's pretty cool. And I don't think, yeah. very, I don't think a lot of people do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So well, let me, I'm such a dreamer. Now, so let I'm me ask you another question. Yeah. I'm on just, just cause of time. I want to, I want to no, get absolutely. it out. We could do this again too. Cause you're fun okay. and there, you got lots of information in there. <laughs> um, tell me about the customer experience with you more so than the, Hey, I get Brittany. Who's a whirling dervish of activity, million miles an hour. Um, talk about the, the experience. How do you want your customers to feel as they go through, whether you're listing their home? Um, by the way, that, um, Brittany, that 121, is that a pretty good, is it a 60-60 kind of thing, listing by sides? What do you think, ballpark? I know I you're not going to know exactly. I think our listing is about 70% and our buyers are about 30. Okay. So, so, so what experience do you strive you know, with you and your people? Um, that you want your clients to have. Obviously, look, if they're dealing with you all day, 24-7, I already know they're going to have a great experience, but let's face it, you can't sell 120 houses and have a daughter and have a husband and be talking to everyone every minute. So well, they're, no, they're I, talking to other people. What yeah. What do you tell your team? What, what, what has to happen or they fail, if that makes sense? Well, my biggest thing is, is touching my sellers at least once a week. Um, or if I have a big win, like we had a great showing, I... I like to encourage them, especially we're in a um, downshifting market right now. Um, and so they get discouraged because they're not getting the same type of offers that they were maybe getting before or the stories that their neighbor had or, oh, I sold my house for this much. A year much. ago, and, yeah. Yeah, and so they're getting kind of discouraged. So my thing is when I get a good showing or I get feedback, instead of just sending it to them directly, I, I'm calling them. Um, and then I try to do at least one call a week, and then I send them a market report. So that way they're – they and I send them the market report before I do like the final like – run through call of like, how's your listing? Do we need to lower the price? What's going on with it? And, and then I ask him at the end of the call, you know, do you know anybody else looking to buy or sell? Cause we were always looking for people to help, you know, and that I try to jam pack every single touch with as much productivity as possible. So that way, cause you, people are afraid to ask questions, but oh, well, like get over yourself. It's going to be, if you don't do that, you just miss an opportunity, you know? Okay. So, so, so you're saying now, is that something that you do not, how many active listings do you have right now? Ballpark. I, I sell a lot of my listings. Thank Ball, God. How so many do you normally have ballpark? Active. I try to keep about 10 to 12 active listings. Okay. And is that something you do not delegate? Meaning the call to the seller, is that always Brittany? It's always me. Okay. So you don't you, delegate that. No. Okay. Well, I tried to delegate it because I want to delegate as much as possible, right. especially the hard conversations because they're hard conversations. Right. But the seller is hiring me. He wants me. You know, now if I had a listing manager, that listing manager would obviously be calling them. But if I'm the listing person and they signed with, I need to be the one that reaches out to them. Because so you, if not, you never delegate that? I used to, and it actually burns me because I, the seller stopped feeling connected with me. And then if this listing didn't sell, they just got discouraged 
and then I lost the listing. Yeah, the re- the reason know? I'm asking, and thank you for being honest. And by the way, that wasn't yeah. a tee up. By the way, everyone, we didn't talk about this before. Thank you, thank you for being honest. You know, one of the things with real estate in general, and and training and coaching and whatever, you guys are you guys are told all the time by these coaches and trainers, delegate everything, delegate everything. You know, you should only be working two hours a week. Blah blah blah. And what people do is they delegate core activities that got them where they are. And then suddenly they're not where they were and they're like, wait, what happened? I'll tell you what happened, Junior. You delegated what got you there. You know, there's other stuff you can delegate. There's plenty of paperwork. There's all kinds of stuff. There's, you know, walkthroughs. There's all kinds of things you can delegate, but that's a core activity. What else is a core activity, Brittany, that you have learned there's no way you delegate? Because this is a great subject for people. Um, I I don't really work with buyers. But now when I am getting buyer referrals, I used to just immediately connect them with someone on my team. Now I connect with them first. I make them love me. And then I like almost like a, like a, you know, it's a baton baton pass. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And then I catch up on them because what happens is they have no connection with me. If that person ever leaves your team, They'll never well, call you. And it's, yeah, like, and it's, it's even, gone. it's, it's even more than that. And it's a huge concept. So there's plenty of agents listening to this that have been taught, delegated immediately. I do listings. If you're a buyer, you go here and you literally just said, uh uh-uh. uh, no, 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 no. There People needs to be a connection. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. And you know what? That is your best time spent. And if you're an agent and you're listening to this and you say, well, I'm too busy. I don't have time for that. You need to take a look at your business because that is a core activity. You should never be too busy for that. You just got a referral from a happy client that said, call Brittany. She's the bomb.com. And they never even got within 10 feet of you. They're immediately on the phone with your buyer agent or whatever. Okay. It could turn out great. That There's plenty of teams that run like that. But as far as I'm concerned, that's core activity. For you to take yeah. 7, 10, 12, I don't care how many minutes to connect for them to get the Britney experiences, by the way, which is why they were referred to you, not because you're a buyer agent, not because someone exactly. on your team, they were referred to you because go to Britney, she's the deal. You, that's who you need to go to. You are correct. You lose business. So listing calls, active listings, all buyers now get some Britney love. What else is non-delegatable that you do not delegate? Ever. Hmm. Oh, God, I don't even know. Well, unless I have to, like, I can't make it, closings. Um, you know, it's a valuable lesson. Um, I used to be in a waitress, you know. Mm-hmm. That's actually where I garnered most of my people skills. Bartender, um, because, bartender. Yeah. I know, yeah. And if yeah. you're not a great, because you're working 100% on tips. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, if they don't have an incredible experience, guess who's not getting paid? You. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. <laughs> so my biggest thing is when I noticed in waitressing, I could screw up throughout the whole meal. And I did because I would get so excited. I'm like a puppy and I just forget right. things. But if I made them laugh and at the end of the meal, I made them feel real good and did the soft handoff of the bill. Oh my gosh, it was so great talking to you guys. Your family sounds amazing, blah, 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 blah. I care about you, connection, and which I did because I love everybody. But they gave me a bigger tip. Now, you're closing, you know, where you're going to get your reviews, where you're going to get your referrals, where you're going to get all the rest of the- It's the end, 
right? The, the big, the big shebang. That right? better be a banging experience because that is what they're going to lead off. And everybody's going to be congratulating them on social media. Congratulations. Da, da, da. If they don't mention your name, you didn't do a good enough job. If they don't give you a shout out or give you some type of recognition, you didn't, you, you failed. You failed at that one, that handoff. So, and I think a lot of people do that. So I want, I want everybody to hear this. Okay. So you sold, you're going to sell 121 houses this year. And I already know you're going to sell more next year. I already know. I don't care what the market's doing down there. I know, I know, well, I know, I know. But, but this, this is what I want time. everyone to hear as we come to the end here. I don't want to run out of time. This is somebody that is selling a lot of real estate. And I know a lot of y'all are listening to this right now. And maybe you're selling one house a month, two houses a month, three houses a month, which is great. And maybe someone got in your head, and I don't know who it was, that, that taught you to have this team and to delegate all this stuff. And, you know, you're selling 30 houses a year, which, by the way, is awesome. By the way, 30 yeah. houses a year. I'm not discounting that at all. That's incredible that you're getting an award for that. That's great. But you right now listening to me or watching me and Brittany, you are delegating things you should not be delegating. And I don't know who told you to do it, but you're hearing someone who is probably way busier than you who is not delegating this stuff. You know, if you're rolling your eyes and you're listening to, oh my God, going to closing. Oh my God, talking to every buyer. Oh my God, calling every active listing every week. I got 20 of them. How am I, what if I'm on the phone for a half hour? How could I do that? You are very, very wrong because that's what you should be doing. It's all the other stuff you shouldn't be doing. So, you know, if you're delegating those core activities, especially if your business, and Brittany has heard me say this so many times because she's come to a lot of my live stuff in New Orleans, your job is not to sell houses. Your job is to find people who know people who want to buy or sell houses, become best friends with those people and get them to refer the people to you. Right. And not that's even your job. Yeah. Why? Not why? Even... If someone refers somebody to you, to Brittany, and they don't get to talk to you, something is wrong with that. So if you're yeah, too busy, if you're too busy, something's wrong. You need to take a look at your business because there's some other stuff that needs to be delegated that's not. Or if you're that busy, you might need to hire somebody else because yeah. you're stunting the growth of your business because your brand is you. Everybody wants Brittany. You're Brittany Inc. And you need to make sure they 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 get Brittany, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what I'm hearing you say. I'm just paraphrasing it for everybody because you are like a puppy. You're very excited. <laughs> no, no, but 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 I, I, yeah. I want to make sure they hear that message because sometimes Brittany, what happens is I have people on the show and they sell a lot of real estate like you, and they see you and you're like this big, huge personality. Oh, I can't do that. You know, she's oh, she's oh, you know, they literally and and I'm going to tell you, I don't care. They don't have to look like you. They don't have to act like you. It doesn't matter. They can sell just as much real estate as you, you know, by being focused on the right activities. And that's why sometimes I'm, I don't want to feel like I'm interrupting you, but I want to make sure I'm like clarifying the point for people. I love that you do you know that. What I, mean? I think that's great. If I could just have you walk around with me and clarify all of my statements, that would be a dream. Could we get, could we get Hung Lee to pay me to do that? You think? Maybe. <sighs> Listen, maybe. everything's workable. Yeah. <laughs> everything's negotiable. <laughs> so, uh, right Brittany, contract. so Brittany, you know, I've been, I've been taking notes and the one thing I put a big star next to, because this is again, by the way, everybody listening to this, the big Joel show is not rehearsed. Um, I tell nobody anything. This is free flowing every single time, zero prep for Brittany at all. And she said something that I'm just, that I think is so awesome. And she said, I'm a terrible salesperson. And if people, there's so many cool things in this, you should listen to this podcast 10 times, but there's so many cool things in there, but the big, I mean, the huge takeaway is I'm a terrible salesperson sold 121 houses 
so far, maybe you'll squeeze another one in before the end of the year, and you're a terrible salesperson. What an awesome statement that everyone should just own because that is the right way to be thinking. Because if yeah. you're trying to sell people stuff, you're not going to sell anything to anybody. You got to be real. And I would say you're kind of real. You're, 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 you're pretty real. Oh, I'm too real sometimes. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> so, I don't need to know that much information. Yeah. I'm like, what I know what I ate yesterday. Yeah, uh, I could probably guess. So, so we uh, we're we're ended up we're we're at the end of the clock now. Okay, but I will, will you do this again with me? Because there's sure. a lot more stuff we didn't even get to talk about. A ton of oh, stuff, yeah, but absolutely. there's huge takeaways. Um, and I just want to really thank you for being on. Um, and you know, I look forward to. I'll probably see you when I'm down there in March. But thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you, Joel. It was great. I'm gonna go back and listen to it because I need to learn some more. One thing too, if I can give anything, always be learning because you don't know jack crap. And Brittany, know? how do they, um, uh, so on uh, social media, you're just Brittany, P-I-C-O-L-O dash Ramos, no? Oh, the, just go to the Piccolo Ramos team. Piccolo Ramos team, if they want to see what you're posting, if they want to just see how you roll, contact you. Maybe exactly. Have, are you open to questions if someone had a question or wanted to talk to you? No. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. She's extremely <laughs> open, and she'd be glad. She'd be glad to uh, to talk yeah. to anybody. Anybody listening to this. Um, so, thank you again. If you've enjoyed this podcast, uh, you know, please share it on Facebook. Uh, hit that share button. Share it with your friends. If you're consuming it in other ways, YouTube, uh, you know, i iTunes, Vimeo, whatever. Please give us a like on there. We appreciate it.